Hey, what's going on, guys? It's Silo with iHeartConcat Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this episode. We've got such a great episode for you guys, and uh, I'm very excited to introduce you to this company, which I came across about a week ago. They are doing exceptional work, and everything I've seen, I absolutely love. Now, if this is your first time joining us, I do want to tell you a little bit about myself, and of course, a podcast, and of course, the company and the founders that we have on our show today. So of course, when it comes to myself, I'm Silo Moses. Hi, great to meet you. I've been awarded a certificate from the United States Congress for my leadership in philanthropy. Also been awarded a certificate from the United States Senate in regards to my leadership in philanthropy. Top 40 under 40, you name it, it's there. But basically the accolades to me represent the world catching up to what I've always been doing all along, which is standing up for good in business and community. Now, when it comes to our podcast, it's a great way for you to be introduced to other companies and other people who are doing exceptional things. They're going to share their strategies, stories, first steps, and lessons learned by their companies, their leaders and founders who are putting people over profits. And speaking of putting people over profits, today we've got a great company. The name of the company is Gifting Brands, and they are a retail company that gives 100% of their profits as grants to approved nonprofits. I know what you're thinking. You're scratching your head. You're going 100% of their profits. That's crazy. But yes, follow me. They're going to lay it out how they do it, and they're also going to lay out how they make their impact. So without further ado, I'd like to introduce you to our two guests today on our show. We have Jeannie, and we also also have Heather. Now, Jeannie is the founder and CEO and who held an executive leadership role at Gap, Zales, Michaels Jewelers. She's set out to create a business model that combines her passion for retail with the opportunity to give back to her community. She's also a two-time national champion speed skier over water and a jewelry designer. So with that being said, I'm going to introduce you to Heather. Heather is the board of directors for Gifting Brands. She has 15 years in philanthropy experience with a focus on structure, impact investment, nonprofit development, and she's been to every continent, guys, except Antarctica. So we won't hold it against her. Let me go ahead and introduce you to Gifting Brands and Heather and Jeannie. Heather and Jeannie, thank you so much for being on iHeartConcat podcast today. How are you both? Great. Thank you so much for inviting us. We're excited to be here. Yeah, doing great and really, uh, really impressed with the work you're doing. So it's nice to come together with like minds. Yes, absolutely. I mean, this is our space in the world, right? So this is our little space to have a conversation to really inspiring ignite the inner fire that is within all of us to do good and hopefully make some profits while we're doing it. So with you guys, when it comes to your company, I know that you guys have built your company for consumers. You've built your company for brands. You've built your company to impact community. I mean, that's a three-pronged table. A lot of companies just find it hard yeah. just to profit. So I have to give you guys a ton of accolades there because you guys are doing exceptional work. So let's go ahead and introduce our listeners to Gifting Brands, what you guys do and how you do it. So Gifting Brands is a unique um, e-commerce company. So we sell jewelry, accessories, apparel um, for men and women on our website, very similar to a retail website. The only difference is, is that the products that we sell are actually donated from great companies who want to give back. So we call it inventory philanthropy. So it gives a way, a, a way for brands, if they have excess inventory or end of season inventory, that they can actually donate it to us, typically upscale or luxury brands 
brands and we sell it on our website and then 100% of the profits go to charity because we are also a nonprofit. And the customer, when they shop, gets to shop great brands they love and they get to choose the charity that it goes to. It's truly a win-win. It helps brands getting rid of their excess inventory in a positive way. It helps consumers because they get to buy this great inventory at wonderful prices and it all goes to charity. Wow, so this sounds like a lot of work. <laughs> so, um, but very simplistic in its form as well. Yeah, so, it is. Let's take it back for a second. Let's just rewind the clock for a bit. So when it comes to, well, first and foremost, how did you even come up with this concept? So when I was um, an executive at Zales, we had about a million dollars of jewelry that was excess, that we were cleaning up our stores. We pulled it all together in our warehouse and we started to, to look for companies to sell it off to. Typically when you have excess inventory, and again, it was really perfectly good inventory. Usually companies would sell it off to, let's say a discount company like Ross or TJ Maxx, but because we were higher end and had a higher price product, we really didn't want to do that. So I started looking for charities that we could donate it to because the government actually gives brands and companies a tax write-off if they donate that product to a charity. So I started looking and at the time, cash for cars was really big. I don't know if you remember like five, six years ago, you could trade in your car and designate it to a charity. And when it got sold, that charity got the money. Well, I couldn't find anything for jewelry or apparel. So I started researching it and found that there was nobody in the US doing that. And I put in, you have to put in for a 501c3 to get designated as a charity or a nonprofit. And we got accepted. So during that whole time, I was also talking with a lot of my colleagues and um, CEOs that I'd worked with at companies. And we all came together, created a wonderful board of directors. And I have a huge advisory board of retail executives within, let's say, marketing, within supply chain um, that have all come together who really want to help and make a difference. So we're really excited. We actually were planning to launch in the fall, but because of the pandemic, we actually quickly scrambled because we'd already started collecting inventory for the website and Heather had the website ready to go. We, we said, let's launch early. And so I'm on the board of a nonprofit called The Family Place and they were struggling because the family place serves um, families in domestic violence situations and they have emergency shelters and because of the pandemic and people being you know stuck at home unfortunately the the need for emergency shelters was even higher and so we said you know what even though we're not ready let's go ahead and launch so we did a campaign with family place in the end of april and it was very successful and so we went ahead and launched early so it worked out really well we've got some great learnings and now we're in the process of really growing our fan base, um, our Facebook, um, social media, and um, we're just now partnering with a lot of new brands that we will um, be launching in the fall. You know, and what's great about gifting brands, and this is a personal passion of mine, having been a nonprofit executive, is being able to create another stream of revenue that drives the mission. So as an executive or a manager of a nonprofit, you're continually seeking grants and donations and support. But just like any good organization, and having a diversified stream of revenue is huge. And so we give back power to the nonprofits to be able to say, okay, here's another stream of revenue. And you know what? It gives 100% of the profit versus like an Amazon that only gives a quarter or a half a percent. That's a big difference. And they're going to get a lot more steam out of their, their work than they would for something like that. And so we just want to be able to give them another sustainable source of revenue that they have full control of. And we really are focused on, very similar to you, is women 
women, children, and families. Um, and so we're, we really are starting out small with only a few nonprofits because we want to be meaningful to those nonprofits and give 100%. And our goal is to launch one new nonprofit each month. So as I said, we launched The Family Place. We're getting ready to launch A Better Chance, which is an amazing nonprofit that helps minority kids get through junior high, high school, and then get into really good colleges. And the great story there is that my mentor, who is the CEO or was the CEO of Zales, Theo Killian. Theo is African-American and he went through the program 40 years ago. And because of it, he was a poor kid from West Virginia and had no chance of going to college. And a better chance came in and gave him that opportunity and opened his eyes to all the doors that um, and opportunities they had. So he went to a great college. He then got into the Macy's training program. And then from there, he like right now, he's actually chairman of the board for Taylor Brands, which owns Men's Warehouse and Joseph A. Banks. He's also now chairman of the board for a better chance nonprofit. So he's the perfect story of showing how nonprofits can make a difference in a child's life. And um, he's had an amazing career. And now he mentors a lot of kids through this better chance. And as well, those of us who work with him, he's an amazing mentor. And so he's actually on our advisory board as well. Yeah. And he used to, you know, be an executive at Tommy Hilfiger. He was an executive at Limited Brands. As I said, Macy's, he's done extremely well. Mm -hmm. And so we want to be able to give, you know, as many kids as we can, that same kind of an opportunity. Absolutely. And, you know, Jeannie will talk forever about Theo because he really is a special individual. And just touching on our nonprofits, we are adding more nonprofits in, but we're actually going to cap out between 10 or 12 because we want those nonprofits that we partner with to receive the maximum benefit from the 100% profit back from our shoppers. So we want to make sure that it actually does become like that sustainable revenue source for them. Right. And for consumers, it gives them a place that they can shop for brands they already love and give back. You know, the statistics show that close to 90% of Americans would rather shop with a company that's giving back or shop with brands that they know are giving back. So this allows us to showcase those brands who are making a difference by donating their inventory and doing great things with nonprofits. So it's truly a win-win. Gotten some really great fan reviews from consumers that have already shopped there and they're, they're coming back because they love what we're doing. I am really stuck right now uh, <laughs> on just how complex what you guys are doing but how simple you talk about it as a consumer i come to your website i think it's mm -hmm. just as simple as buying a shirt like i, I looked at your men's yeah. clothing line i was like, oh mm -hmm. i like that shirt and for me it's really simple i just go to your website i click buy maybe within three clicks i'm off your website and yeah. it's being shipped to my house you exactly. have as a consumer i would have no idea whatsoever about the complexities that go on on the back end with supply chain, logistics, warehousing, inventory, nonprofits being chosen, impacted. Yeah. I don't know any of that <laughs> as a consumer. And I think right. that's where you start to see it become a beautiful process is because it's so simple on the side of the consumer, right? Exactly. Well, I, I think that comes from Jeannie's experience in retail. Like she understands exactly what a consumer expects. And she also knows the impact that gifting brands wants to create. And 
And so she married those together so extremely well. And I think on top of that, before Jeannie goes into the more complex parts that she's quite the expert at, we also gave the consumer a lot of power because not only are we giving, and I don't know if you saw that in the checkout part, but not only are we giving the consumer the power to know that this is going 100% to charities, but we actually let them select the charities that it goes to. Mm -hmm, exactly, which I thought yeah. was really, really impactful. I found that to be impactful and in empowering because not only am I getting this product in which I love, and I need ASAP, right? <laughs> but I'm also immediately able to, with my purchasing dollars, make an impact in an organization that can use it. Exactly. Well, exactly. and Jeannie, I might, oh, go ahead. Sorry, Jeannie. No, you go ahead. You go I was ahead. gonna say, and you know, I'll talk about Jeannie all day. You know, one of the things that she really said when we were building this was, not only do I want them to be able to choose the charity that they're gonna benefit, but I, I hope that what will happen is they become a continued supporter of that charity. So not only are they purchasing from gifting brands, which supports that charity, but they're going and deciding that their annual contribution or when they're gonna make a decision, it will benefit the charities that they're learning about. Mm -hmm. Now, the, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say the the beautiful thing about what we're doing as well is the charities that we partner with, they have control over how much they wanna talk about gifting brands because the more they share about what gifting brands is doing to their donor base, the more money they raise because they can't afford necessarily to donate to charities but oh by the way it's their daughter's birthday or it's their friend's birthday and they need to buy a gift that's why we call it gifting brands because now you can purchase a gift for yourself or for someone you love and it goes back to charity so think about if you're giving somebody a gift and now they know that that gift actually not only do they get to have something tangible like a shirt or a piece of jewelry but it also benefited a charity and so that's why we feel like you know calling it gifting brands was important because it's a gift that keeps on giving mm -hmm. um and so we you know love that concept we actually have gift cards as well friend or family member gets to go shop and then they get to choose which charity they're purchased those to awesome so here's what i want to talk about too i literally cannot believe Jeannie, that you worked for a jewelry company that had a million dollars in inventory. That, well, I, you have to remember, it, it's a over $2 billion company. So to have a million dollars of inventory, it And you're talking them. market value yeah. too. And, and it had over a thousand stores in US and Canada. So um, yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. So where I want to bring this back to is I want to bring it back to the nonprofits. And Heather, feel free to join in as well. Jeannie, of course, your input is always needed here too. So going back into the nonprofit, how are these nonprofits chosen? Well, I think right now the focus is one, we want to make sure it's a diverse group of um, nonprofits that are really focused on impacting children, women, and families. And right now our board is selecting them and we vet them and evaluate pretty closely. We look at their impact, we look at what their mission is, we look at their outcomes, and we look at, you know, are they addressing a true social need today, right? And mm -hmm. so we can say the Family Place 100% is addressing a social need for domestic violence and providing that safety. We can say a better chance is providing, you know, minority and low income children with opportunities to become leaders and get access to programs and education that previously had barriers. And then Charity Water, you know, for us, we understand, and especially my work with Verter International, I have a personal tie to Charity Water because clean water is truly the access to fix everything. And a family can't survive without clean water. Women and children cannot survive without water. And to take that opportunity and raise funds for clean water, you're now providing that access to go 
going to the next barrier challenge, which is education, right? And so we're very thoughtful about our charities. We have only uh, selected three so far. We're in conversations with several others and we're hoping that over the next few months we'll be launching them. But if we go and skip a month, we're okay with that because the goal is to be thoughtful and to really ensure that not only do we think they're great nonprofits, but our consumers do, our brands do, because it takes everybody to make this work. It's a very big partnership project. You know, you have gifting brands, you have the charities, you have the consumers, and you have the brands who really power this by giving their donations. Like without the brands being philanthropic, utilizing their excess inventory in this way, you know, it wouldn't be possible. Mm -hmm. Now, why did you decide to go with giving grants versus the buy one, give one Tom's model? Because the, because first of all, I realized a need in the marketplace with retailers, you know, after my experience at Zales. And a couple years ago, and even up to last year, a lot of the luxury brands, when they had excess inventory, they were burning them or putting them in landfills. And there was a huge article about brands like Burberry, Louis Vuitton, even lowering brands like H&M that were destroying their inventory because what they didn't want to do was have that inventory be sold at really low prices, say at discounters, and then compete against their higher price goods. So they were actually destroying them. Unfortunately for them, or fortunately, consumers got wind of it and demanded that they stop that practice. So those brands have stopped that practice, but then they didn't have an avenue to do something with inventory. Mm -hmm. So it was perfect timing for us to come in and say, look, we are now an inventory solution for you called Inventory Philanthropy, and now you can actually donate that inventory and let it go for social good. And we will maintain pricing that makes sense along with their current pricing. So for example, if they were to sell it off to a discounter, even though they may have still had that inventory on their own website, that discounter could sell it for whatever price they wanted and that damages their brand image. Our goal is to actually help them elevate their brand image and show customers that they're doing good. And from a model standpoint, to be a 501c3 and to be able to get back 100% of profits, we can only take donated inventory. So that's why we chose this model is because mm -hmm. the inventory gets donated to us. And then when a customer buys it, basically what it would have cost us if we had to buy it ourselves, that cost gets passed on to the charity when the customer buys and it truly becomes 100% the profits giving back to the charities. Just fantastic. Again, 100% of profits. So you do leave me mm -hmm. scratching my head though. So how yeah. are you yeah. able to pay for management and staff and overhead? So the profits are after paying for headcount and paying for marketing and things that we would do. So typically in a retail industry, and I'll just do high level, we've been giving back 50% of sales right now. And that's really what our profits are. At the end of the year, if we make more profit than that, then we'll give it back to the charities. But we know we can minimally give 50% of sales back to all the charities. Uh, mm -hmm. And then whatever's left over at the end of the year, we'll continue, we'll give back to those same charities. Yeah, there's, there's so many avenues in which we can take this conversation, which I think we might necessarily need to do a part two for because I'd really like to, <laughs> I, I, there's we so, love that. yeah, I, there's so many, uh, so many, <laughs> there's oh just, <laughs> there's just so much, but you know, we'd and, love to actually feature some of the brands that we're working with if you'd like. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that would be fantastic. Literally yeah. they are the driver, like they are the fire that ignites this. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, literally we can deep dive into supply chain. We could deep dive 
dive into landfill yeah. impact. We can deep dive into warehousing, yeah. inventory. There's so many deep dives that we can do here that we just don't have time for. So, I mean, we definitely need to do a part two or part three on this. Um, that would be amazing. But keeping it bird's eye view for now, kind of talk to me about some of the lessons that you've learned up to this point and how those lessons can inspire another company who wants to follow your model. An example is I would love to copy this model and use it in the auto parts industry. Yeah, absolutely. There was one industry that I was able to actually look at and the, a company that is doing something similar and it's a company called Nair and they take donations from companies like Crayola or office supplies, paper, and when they have excess inventory, they donate it to them. Then they are able to donate it to schools and nonprofits. And so that was the one area that I found that was doing it and doing it well. So I, you know, I was able to get some information through them, but it truly is a model that can be copied. And, you know, we're happy to share what we're doing with other industries. We actually think this can go into even hotel space and airline tickets and things like that. So it, it isn't just, you know, apparel and accessories. It has legs beyond this. And our hope is more people, you know, start to do this because the more that we can share what we're doing and help out excess space. In fact, yesterday I was just talking to an organization that does warehousing for companies and they now have extra warehouse space. And so they're considering donating warehouse space to us for our, you know, for all of our packages and deliveries. Mm -hmm. So there's so many ways that organizations can give back. And, you know, we're happy to share what we're doing if anyone's interested. Well, and Jeannie, I think that plays into inventory philanthropy for gifting brands. It was termed for any industry and that's our hopes for the evolution of it. Yeah. And I wanted to bring that up too, but I'll bring that up in a minute too. Yeah. We're just like bombarding you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Going to your website. I was like, you know what? I would really love to come here and be able to buy pillows and candles. We would love that too. And those are the kinds of organizations. So as I said, we launched early. Yeah. And we were, we were in the process of talking with a lot of brands about donating and that we were going to launch before Christmas, but because of the pandemic, we launched early. And now because of the pandemic, a lot of companies aren't open. So the context that we had with some of these organizations, they were furloughed. Mm -hmm. So it's been a little bit harder to get the brands. But now, just in this last week, we've been talking to a lot of really great brands. They're so excited about what we're doing. And they do have excess inventory because of the situation. Um, so it's just a timing issue. So we're really focused on gearing up for Christmas, for holiday. And yes, we would love to have um, make sure we have all categories available. But again, it's because we're new and we're dependent on which brands have actually have excess inventory. There's some companies that have done so well online that they don't have excess any longer and others that are more store-based are the ones that are struggling a little bit more and those are the ones that we think will be able to help them with having them donate their inventory for a tax write-off um, and you know really open up space for them so that they can bring in new inventory well Again. and we want we want to fill your consumer need for high-end candles for sure so this is definitely a plug for homesick Estee Lauder or Laguna candles for sure there you go there you go <laughs> yeah for sure call us <laughs> <laughs> so I I, I want to take it back to lessons because I, I feel like maybe there's yeah. something that I missed. So I want to kind of rephrase the question. So yeah, I have it, a good one for you. Yeah. So let me. I uh, think Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I'd say the biggest lesson for me was I was trying to be perfect before we launched. Mm. Um, and so I kept waiting to make sure I had the perfect inventory, the perfect website, <laughs> the perfect everything. And 
you know, we finally, once the pandemic hit, we said, you know what, let's just do it. Let's get started. Let's test and learn as we go so that when everything opens back up, we're ready. And so for anyone, whether you're starting a nonprofit or a for-profit, just get started. Don't wait till it's perfect. It's never going to be perfect and you won't know unless you test and learn. So my learn, my, you know, words of wisdom are test and learn. Jeannie, you are so right. And, you know, I say this all the time. I say, you know, perfect is great, but is it good enough? Is it good enough to hit the mission? Is it good enough to get the consumer to understand what we're doing? And and that's exactly what we did. You know, good enough can create amazing good. Absolutely. So again, we're going to have to do a part two and part three on this. So I see a very beautiful friendship. Yeah. Yes, I, I agree. Well, we so, go ahead. would love to connect you with some of the charities and like <laughs> some of the charities that we're working with or some of the brands. Like we have lots of ideas for you. Oh, I love it. I am an idea factory. So you are absolutely <laughs> outnumbered by us. We're like... <laughs> <laughs> have you ever done a dual one before? Uh, no, this is my first time. And I have well, to say, you're testing it. See, test and learn. Yes, yes. I, it's my absolute first time I've interviewed two people. Uh, well, three total in the entire podcast interview, but two at the same time. So, uh, thank you. Yeah, and you guys will always have that. No one will ever take that away from you. So awesome. We love that. So, <laughs> I'm just really interested in your business model and okay. the impact that you guys are making. But here's what I want to do. We are slightly coming up on time, so okay. Uh, we'll again definitely have to reschedule this and look at a part two maybe a deep dive of part three now at this part of the show what i like to do are 10 questions and these are fun rapid fire kind of questions that I are love quirky this. they're quirky they're fun uh <clears throat> and not meant to be taken seriously whatsoever okay so too much okay. seriousness doesn't make anything good um exactly how do you want to do so, this since there's yeah. two of us and you've mentioned you've never done this before do you so, want to do one each. Yeah, I think what we can do is I'll do one Go question. Back and forth. Yeah, one question and then really rapid fire answer from the both of you and then we'll jump on to the next question. Okay. Okay, fun. Okay, awesome. So Listeners, this is where we go into the part of the show where we do top 10 questions with our guests on the show. So we've got 10 questions that we're going to go into that are rapid fire. They have absolutely no meaning, but they're meant to be heartful, airy, and fun. So as we go through these questions, feel free to answer them yourselves while you're listening to this at the gym or in the car, in your kitchen while you're cooking, and feel free to join along because it's meant to be fun. So here we go. Are you guys ready? Yes. All right. So first question, and remember, bull point answers, no stories just give it to me and here's your first question he's if, saying we talk too much no no not saying that at all not saying that at all no please don't think that's not that's not what i'm saying at all um <laughs> but we have two of you and we still have 10 questions so i just want to make sure we get through them quickly and our listeners are playing along as well so here's the first question iceberg lettuce or romaine iceberg Romaine. Soup in the summer or gross? What's soup? Yeah, gross. Oh, soup? soup all the time. Soup all the time. <laughs> if you were to place a saying on a banner and tie that banner to a single engine plane and have that plane fly around the world once, what would that banner read? We can do good and make a good return. Be bold, take risks, and make a difference. Name one book that you've read in the last 90 days that has changed your entire outlook on. Um, Community, The Structure of Belonging by Peter Block. 
Uh, the only thing I can think of is the Bible. Both great recommendations. I've read both. <laughs> Have you read both? Yes. Oh, um, it's a great book. Peter Block, good, good author. Yes, I agree. I'm actually reading right now Conscious Capitalism, which was a oh, great book. Oh, I have that too. book. Yeah, yes. I have that too. Great yes. book. By Raj DeSoto. Yes. Yes. Just finished it. Yeah. Really great book. Uh, I highly recommend it. Name the one book that you've given away in the last 90 days. Um, I actually haven't given any away in the last 90 days. I've been social distancing. Ooh, yeah. yeah that's I'd true. say the last one was probably Purpose Driven Life. I'm part of a book club, but we haven't been able to meet in person. We usually swap stuff and we can't. Uh, music. Who is the most played artist on your playlist at the moment? Oh my God. Yo-Yo Mama and ABBA. <laughs> <laughs> Who is Yo-Yo Mama? Uh, oh my God, you haven't heard Yo-Yo Mama? No. Yo-Yo Ma. Uh-uh, never heard of. You don't know who Yo-Yo Ma is? Never heard of, ever. Oh, after this is over, you have homework immediately. <laughs> he is the most amazing violinist and cellist existing. Wow. Wow, I've never heard, no. Oh, Yo-Yo Ma is humanity in motion. Okay, I'm definitely gonna take a look into that. I have but to, my daughter loves ABBA too, so. I, I don't have a playlist. <laughs> I'm old school. <laughs> no. I just turn on the radio. <laughs> no worries. With that being said, food. What's your favorite dish of all time? Niswa salad. Never heard of that either. Oh, that's uh, amazing. I have Mexican food. <laughs> Mexican food, fantastic. Yeah. Here's a little bit of a serious question. And I believe this is the last one. If not, we have one more. Why do what you do? For me, because after working for 30 years in the industry, work doesn't, doesn't love you back. When you work with purpose, it changes your life. I mean, it, it makes a difference. And giving back is really what's important. I think for me is I grew up in South Jersey, uh, right outside of Camden, and I have seen the worst and I've seen the best and I want to make sure more people have access to the best. Uh, they have access to people, places and resources that let them move forward the way that they want to desire and they want to grow versus somebody telling them what their path is. And just to finish on mine as well is what I was referring to is, you know, growing up in the retail industry in the past, they really they were focused all on profits and not on philanthropy and that's changed and I'm so thrilled that it that it has and it makes such a big difference you know when you can get up every day and go to work knowing that what you're doing can help others it truly it, it truly does make a difference absolutely last but not least and we're not talking about the weather here so follow me for a second <laughs> sunshine or rainy days where do you learn the most about positive lessons in business and philanthropy? Sunshine or rainy days? Probably um, rainy day. Absolutely, I completely agree. Expand on that. Well, on a rainy day, you're you know you're not outside enjoying the sun, so it gives you time to reflect and think about things that you wouldn't do necessarily if it was sunny outside. Yeah, I think when you're presented with challenges, you know they help you think beyond the normal, beyond the comfort, and when you go beyond on the comfort that's when you really invoke the innovation and that's how it takes us to the next chapter so rainy days all the way i agree 100 i find that <laughs> rainy days is basically where the best of you comes out of you learn a lot about yourself and others do too yeah absolutely that's where you rainy could. days and pan rainy days and pandemics Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. This is, our, this is our shining moment as humanity, right? <laughs> Absolutely. 
So now that's it. That's the end of our 10 questions with Heather and Jeannie. Thank you guys so much for playing along. Clap, 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 Chat clap. You soon. Yes. And thank you so much for our listeners who played along with us as well. Clap, 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 clap for our listeners. If you want to Yay. email me your answers, feel free to at hello at iheartconcap.com. But thank you guys. I'm submitting a re, I'm, I'm resubmitting. I'm going to take Abba all <laughs> She's <sure>. resubmitting. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to redo. Start over. Uh, so, I never said Abba. <laughs> so last but not least, as we start to wrap up, speaking of wrapping up, let's go ahead and give our listeners a great way to connect with you guys, engage more, tell us you know what we can do to make a further impact, all that good stuff. I think for us, first of all, we'd love for you to check out our website at www.giftingbrands.com. Um, but also you can be an advocate for us, you know, share, share us on, like us and, and go to Facebook, share with your friends and family, you know, spread the word that you can shop and do good. And what about like Instagram, Facebook, you guys on those as well? Yep. Instagram, Instagram Facebook, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Yes. Awesome. And if you're a brand and you want to get back, connect with me at LinkedIn at Jeannie Barsom or at giftingbrands.com or giftingbrands on LinkedIn. We'd love to work with you. And what if they're a nonprofit? Same thing. I'd say best go to LinkedIn. Awesome. Actually for <laughs> brands and for nonprofits, we all you can also go to our website. We do have a page for them to connect with us. And also let's tell our listeners what you currently offer on your website. Jeannie, I can take care of that one for you if you'd like. Go for um, it. Uh, we have Tori Richard, which is an amazing kind of resort style collection, perfect for the summer. They're out of Hawaii and you can get them local in the US right now, ordering through gifting brands. Charles and Covard, which is an amazing gem that's not diamonds. It's actually, it looks like diamonds, but it's not. It's a little bit more uh, eco-friendly resourced. Um, Christy Jean Jewelry, which is amazing everyday fashion wear. We've got Dear John Denim R Riveter, which is actually bags produced by veteran wives. It's an amazing organization and we're so thankful they give to us. And then we have a few other brands, but really Tori Richard, Charles and Covard, amazing. And our, our Riveter was actually a Shark Tank company that Mark Cuban bought into. Wow. And yeah. they're on your they're on your website. They're they on are. our website. They they donated some handbags to us because they love what we're doing as well. So there you go, Start ladies. Christmas shopping. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen. So there you go. I mean, you've got jewelry, you've got apparel, you've got handbags, and you also do a daily deals, don't you? We do do daily deals. And right now, if you sign up, uh, there'll be a pop-up. You can get an extra 25% off your purchase if you sign up. So there you go, guys. What you want to do is go to their website and go daily because you never know what those daily deals, deal, daily deals are going to look like. <laughs> but uh, most important... But most importantly, it gets back to a good cause. Absolutely. It's the whole reason why we're doing this or why you guys are doing this is exactly. to make that impact. That's ab- exactly. Exactly. Right. And let consumers make the impact. Exactly. Uh, you guys, as a consumer to all of our listeners, you get a great product. You get to vote with your purchase dollars on what you're going to do, You know where that dollar is going to go, which is really important. You get to make an impact in a community. You get to make an impact in an organization and in the people that organization serves. Plus, you get a really great deal on a really great shirt, jewelry sent to your home that you can sport and you can wear. You can be like, look, I bought this shirt from gifting brands, but I also made an impact with my purchasing dollars and that's going to make you feel good. Or you can buy a gift card and give it and give it to a loved one and they will so appreciate it because not only are they getting to buy something for themselves, they get to, they get to choose a charity that the donation goes to. I want to say thank you so much for doing what you do. 
Oh, is it, is it over? I thought we went till two. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and it's funny. I've been listening to a lot of Tim Ferriss lately with his podcast, and I had no idea that his original podcast that he did was two hours long. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. So I'm literally at the gym in the car, like walking my dog, and I'm like this podcast is still going. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> just astonished, right? But yes, uh, ours is a lot shorter than that. And like I said, we'll come back. We'll do a part two. I really love to invite both of you back where we can deep dive in some of the sectors that you guys want to cover, whether it's the philanthropy, whether it's the landfill impact that you're making, supply chain. I really love to deep dive into those areas. Absolutely. We love that. So once again, Heather, thank you so much. Jeannie, thank you so much for being on today's show. Of course, to all of our listeners, thank you so much for sticking with us and listening to this entire episode. This episode is featured gifting brands. Make sure you head over to their website at giftingbrands.com make a purchase make an impact feel good about it and tell your friends this is silo moses signing off with iheart concap this is episode four see you soon hey great that job. was awesome thank you